0: Welcome to the Planet Storytime podcast, where we use the power of our imaginations to create the pictures in our minds for some of the best stories ever told. I'm your host, Thomas Mitchell. Today, we have a pair of short works, one called How the Rhinoceros Got His Skin by Rudyard Kipling, and a poem called However You Be by T.M. Gannum. And while these two works are quite different, they show us how not accepting ourselves can make us feel not so good. Now, if you can, take a deep breath in and hold it. And let it out. Now, We're ready for today's story. Remember to see the pictures in your head as you listen to the story. I hope you enjoy it. How the Rhinoceros Got His Skin by Rudyard Kipling Once upon a time, on an uninhabited island on the shores of the Red Sea, there lived a sage from whose hat The rays of the sun were reflected in more than glorious splendor, and the sage lived by the Red Sea with nothing but his hat and his knife and a cooking stove of the kind that you must particularly never touch. And one day, he took flour and water and currants and plums and sugar and things, and made himself one cake, which was two feet across and three feet wide. It was indeed a superior comestible. That's magic. And he put it on the stove because he was allowed to cook on that stove, and he baked it, and he baked it till it was all done brown and smelt most sentimental. But just as he was going to eat it, there came down to the beach from the altogether uninhabited interior, one rhinoceros with a horn on his nose, two piggy eyes, and few manners. He had no manners then, and he has no manners now, and he never will have any manners. He said, How? And the sage left that cake and climbed to the top of a palm tree with nothing on but his hat, from which the rays of the sun were always reflected in more than glorious splendor. And the rhinoceros upset the oil stove with his nose, and the cake rolled on the sand, and he spiked that cake on the horn of his nose, and he ate it, and he went away waving his tail to the desolate and exclusively uninhabited interior which abuts on the islands of Mazanderin, Socotra, and the promontories of the larger equinox. Then the sage came down from his palm tree and put the stove on its legs and recited the following sloka, which, as you have not heard, I will now proceed to relate. Them that takes cakes which the sage-like man bakes, makes dreadful mistakes. And there was a great deal more in that than you would think, because five weeks later there was a heat wave in the Red Sea, and everybody took off all the clothes they had. The sage took off his hat, but the rhinoceros took off his skin and carried it over his shoulder, as he came down to the beach to bathe. In those days it buttoned underneath with three buttons and looked like a waterproof. He said nothing whatever about the sage's cake, because he had eaten it all. And he never had any manners then, since, or henceforward. He waddled straight into the water and blew bubbles through his nose, leaving his skin on the beach. Presently, the sage came by and found the skin, and he smiled one smile that ran all around his face two times. Then he danced three times round the skin and rubbed his hands. Then he went to his camp and filled his hat with cake crumbs, for the sage never ate anything but cake, and never swept out his camp. He took that skin, and he shook that skin, and he scrubbed that skin, and he rubbed that skin, just as full of old, dry, stale, tickly cake crumbs and some burned currants as ever it could possibly hold. Then he climbed to the top of his palm tree and waited for the rhinoceros to come out of the water and put it on. And the rhinoceros did. He buttoned it up with the three buttons and tickled it like cake crumbs in bed. Then he wanted to scratch, but that made it worse. Then he lay down on the sands and rolled and rolled and rolled. And every time he rolled, the cake crumbs tickled him worse and worse and worse. Then he ran to the palm tree and rubbed and rubbed and rubbed himself against it. He rubbed so much and so hard that he rubbed his skin into a great fold over his shoulders and another fold underneath, where the buttons used to be. But he rubbed the buttons off, and he rubbed some more folds over his legs, and it spoiled his temper but it didn't make the least difference to the cake crumbs. They were inside his skin, and they tickled. So he went home very angry indeed and horribly scratchy, and from that day to this, every rhinoceros has great folds in his skin and a very bad temper, all on account of the cake crumbs inside but the sage came down from his palm tree wearing his hat from which the rays of the sun were reflected in more than glorious splendor packed up his cooking stove and went away in the direction of Oratavo Amigdala the upland meadows of Antaranarivo and the marshes of Sanaput The End However you be, by T.M. Gannam Now I speak to you, everyone. However you be, you be you. You may look down at your hand and see five fingers. You may see more. You may see less. You may see no hand at all. However you be, you be you you may look down and see two feet with ten toes. You may see one foot, five toes, maybe more, maybe less. You may see no feet at all. However you be, you be you. You may look at your belly flat as a pancake, round as a ball, or just very small. However you be, You be you. You may look at your face in the mirror and see two eyes, two ears, a nose, and a mouth. You may see only one eye, one ear, and no nose. Your mouth may look like those around you, or it may look completely different. You may not be able to see anything at all, however you be you be you you may look at yourself in the mirror and see yourself tall you may see yourself short you may see yourself sitting you may see yourself standing you may see yourself lying down you may see yourself wide you may see yourself thin you may see yourself dark you may see yourself pale. You may see shades all kinds. However you be, you be you. You may hear your voice loud. You may hear it soft. You may not hear it at all. You may see yourself old or see yourself young. You may see hair. You may see yourself bald. You may see smooth. You may see bumpy. You may see yourself big. You may see yourself small. You may see in between. You may see boy. You may see girl. You may see neither. However you be, you be you. You may like what you see in the mirror. You may not. Regardless in any way, whatever can be can't be what it's not. And we are as we are, however we be. So we might as well be just as we are. You see, or not. You hear, or not. Either way, it's all okay. For however you be, you be you. I hope you enjoyed these short works from Rudyard Kipling and T.M. Gannum as much as I enjoyed reading them to you. It just goes to show how making the best of what we've got is always the better way to go. Thank you so much for joining us today. And special thanks, as always, to our dear friend Paxton Stanley for his beautiful music and sounds. Until next time, remember to keep using your imagination and see just how powerful your mind truly is. Goodbye for now. If you enjoy the Planet Storytime podcast and would like to support the show please click the subscribe button on your podcast player and tell your friends about us. You can also support us with contributions on our Patreon page. Simply go to patreon.com and search for the Planet Storytime podcast. You can also reach out to us with suggestions, requests, and questions by email at planet.storytime.com at gmail.com. Goodbye for now.